Hello and welcome to Fenland Chat Hour. Uh, today we are with uh, myself, producer Dave, and we have Amanda Carlin. Uh, I'm Hello, here. producer Dave. Hello. <laughs> um, I'm in Chatteris and big up the Chatteris posse. And we have <laughs> Amanda in Wimblington. Wimbo. <laughs> the Wimbo posse. Yay. So who are we and what are we? Um, we are two people who um, we've known each other for a while. We, we do some projects and we had some time on our hands for some reason. We, uh, we, we've both got to the point where work has uh, got very, very quiet and we're both people who like to do things for the community in our own different ways. Um, I obviously specifically look mainly around Chatteris and Amanda looks, uh, deals with a lot of Wimbledon and surrounding area issues as well. And one of the things that we noticed was that all the information that's coming out is very obviously UK and England centric. Um, there was very little that was specifically for Fenland and Fenland brings its own uh, set of unique uh, issues being so rural and isolated in itself so we have isolation issues to start with um, so we decided that we would try and set up something that would help um, pass on information um, to the community and support it that way um, we felt that we wanted to give our support um, because so many people have been supporting um, the UK, the government and the NHS, um, something like half a million people have stepped forward to, to volunteer in one form or another. So we're just doing our little bit. Um, so what's, what are we actually doing? Well, the idea is that we're setting up a, a podcast. Um, the intent is to do three shows a week, uh, Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. This is the first one. Uh, and it's basically just a prototype just to make sure that we can actually do it and make sure that all the tech works and all the software works and, and all the lines of communication works. Um, and we've had a few few problems so far. Um, I mean, we started this idea about two weeks ago and the idea was to, to get something up and running last week. Um, and the idea was that we were going to hold this in St. Peter's Church in Wimbledon. Uh, the two of us sat around the desk talking to each other uh, with a microphone so we could actually get some interaction as as the show was going on that became very quickly obvious that it wasn't going to happen uh, all the churches closed and all other venues closed and everyone was put into lockdown and isolation so we had to go to plan C um, so I'm in my house and Amanda is in her house and we've, we've had to set up some kind of basic system so that we could actually get podcasting over uh, remotely between two. two you've, you've had to make sure that we can do podcasts from two different locations. You've done a great job. We are, yes. <laughs> yes, it's, um, it's, it's been a challenge, but we're here now. We've got the, the first one up and running. Um, We've got a few more technical issues, so we do apologise, and the first one might be a bit late as well. So the idea is that um, we will put out an audio version of the podcast 
at three o'clock on let's say the Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays and then a little later than that we'll give the video version so we do actually have a video we've got a video in the studio so just waving Amanda wave she's waving Hello. she's waving yeah. <laughs> um, so that's that's the idea so you've, you've got something and it's it's and hopefully it'll be more interactive as well so the idea is that um, we will talk to people um, not always live because this is obviously pre-recorded so but we will try and do recorded interviews with um, various people in the Felland area who have something unusual, quirky, or just something important to say, uh, whether it's a support group or um, an organisation, or people who just have things that they can offer uh, to help pass the time. Um, we've got artists and um, other people involved in entertainment who who have got advice and suggestions of things to do uh, during these uh, dark times so mm. uh, so that's that's it that's the plan so we will just keep going until everyone the doors are opened and everyone can go back outside again so so you know join us for the for the ride for however long it lasts <laughs> yes so what's your 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 take on this um venture well, I'm really looking forward to it, David, because like you say, we tried to start it um, a couple of weeks ago and the way we were going to do it has changed dramatically, but it's a way of keeping people in touch. Even though we're physically distanced, we can grow socially together and, and that's a good thing, it's especially where people are struggling with isolation and a, a lot of people are. It is, and I think it's, it's funny that you know we've had such a big campaign on on wellness and um, mental uh, well-being issues uh, the last six months, twelve months. It's it's been quite a big part of um, um, the social community, and this is going to be a very testing time for for a lot of people who are anxious and who are going through phases where. Um, isolation and anxiety and um, mental issues is a, is a big problem um, and this doesn't help so you know we're doing a little bit to just try and help um, um, sort of keep spirits up and just remember that there are um, telephone numbers for su um, support groups that are out there so if you do feel that you are struggling then please talk to someone or talk to a friend or talk to an organization that that um, that will listen to you um, it is a, an important time that everyone supports each other you know um, remember each other remember your friends and your families and, and try and make sure that you do talk to them and contact them on a regular basis some communication is better than none at all yes. so <laughs> absolutely so yeah that's that's um this is what we're doing. This is what we're trying to do. Um, so, the, the firstly, the first question I have to say is, what would Doris do? Well, what would Doris do? Some people might not know who Doris is. Um, Doris is a, a lady who particularly helps us in Wimbledon. She started off by letting us know um, which bins to put out on which day, 
which is going to become more and more important actually isn't it as we move along with this crisis because days merge in together and we forget which days which um doris um is is looked after by a friend of hers called gail pipper so shout out to gail thank you for looking after our doris who is a legend and um, Doris is particularly well known in Wimblington, but I feel will soon become better known across the whole of Finland. Good. It's good that she's out there. She's keeping yes, everyone, state, everyone straight. She is. She is. What would Doris do in isolation? She's a structured lady. She likes structure. And uh, so get up at the same time every day eat meals at the same time every day, experiment uh, with new ways of cooking, especially with um, the little that we seem to have at the moment. So that's what she'd do at the moment. But if anybody's got any questions they'd like to ask Doris, please send them in to us. Yep. Under the hashtag, um, what would Doris do? What would Doris do? And we will ask Doris what she would do. <laughs> Good plan. But you mentioned that uh, that issue about you know, putting bins out on on certain days because that is something that we're we're all beginning to find that every day is the same. You know that we don't have the routine of going to work and then looking forward to the weekend. Um, so yes, that is uh, one of the big things is trying to keep aware of what day it is. It's that is a big struggle. Yeah. So one of the. One of the other notable people in the area who is um, self-isolating is uh, is a, a man who's called um, well, he's known as John Devine, but it's also known by his other name, John Johnny D. Um, he's a a local celebrity. Um, he's a radio presenter. He's a bit of a comedian. He does a lot of um, stories and songs. He hosts a weekly show called uh, Divine Country on BBC Radio Cambridgeshire uh, once a week. I think it's on a Sunday, um, but he decided to uh, make a song about being socially isolated and he did a video as well. So over to you, Johnny. I'm in self-isolation and it seems strange to understand. Although they're very clean, I've lots of time on my hands. How will this run for? I don't want to fall ill. I can turn a negative to positive and pick up a new skill. I'll learn to play the banjo like George Formby. Play with my train set made by Hornby. Get my tongue round a new language. French, Italian, Sisi, Spanish. Meditate with yogurt poses. Downward dog with wet noses. Brush up techniques to groom my pooch. Take up dancing, have a smooch. Crochet knit and darn old socks. Get in shape, shadow box. Burst into song with no warning. Keep it tuned to man in the morning. Phone old friends I used to say I've got no time to call. Time is precious, we know that now So I'll phone you all Get the knack of playing chess Dress up in my Sunday best Read some books, what a ploy War and Peace by Leo Tolstoy Watch box sets of Faulty Towers What a way to kill some hours Learn to cook steam bacon boil I must not burn the midnight oil Improve my mind, that'll be a task Make up quizzes, just ask There are a million things that we can do Please try and smile and not feel blue My best advice I give 
right here is Keep It Tuned to BBC Radio Cambridge. Well, that's Johnny. That was an amazing, very funny, very bizarre video. <laughs> and he plays all his own instruments as well. Now, uh, hopefully, we, we would like to uh, to talk to uh, John Devine at some point. So it'll be interesting to see how he's coping and and how he's getting on, because his part of his uh, remit is that he he travels around to all lots of different communities to talk to people and and to bring people together. So I can imagine uh, that's going to be quite tough for him as well in this this time. Yes, will okay. be. So yeah, so hopefully we'll get to talk to him and, and get his his side of the story. Um, one thing that happened last night, um, some people might be aware, uh, eight o'clock last night was the uh, clap for carers, clap for the NHS that um, that happened. That was, um, well, I thought being in quite a, a rural area, it would be something that would, would be overlooked, uh, wouldn't be uh, well supported. Um, but I was wrong. Um, Chatteris did us proud. Uh, there were quite a few people out on the streets and we could hear them further down the streets um, clapping and cheering. So, yeah, it was good to see that lots of people supported the uh, the NHS and the, the medical staff and the carers and the hospital and, the uh, doctors and the, the nurses. How was it for you in, in uh, Wimbledon? Oh, it was mad in Wimbledon. There were even fireworks in Wimbledon. So the village went out and respected, showed, paid their respects, showed their respects even, not paid their respects, showed their respect for our NHS workers. And um, quite right too. But all of the villagers, you could, you could hear in Doddington, the noise that they were making. Not sure about Mamie, that's a bit further yeah. from me, but um, the Mamie pages have said how well they did, and um, I'm sure Benick did as well, Christchurch. We're, we all care, and um, this is another reason why we need to stay well, because our NHS workers and the key workers that support them are doing fantastic work, but if we don't keep ourselves well, they're impacted so that's right we have a responsibility we do and that that's something that's um you know one of the reasons why a lot of the organizations like the football matches and things ended up getting cancelled it wasn't it was just because that you if you think about every single sporting event you've got an, an ambulance and a paramedic you know and they're sat there waiting in case something happens either with the spectators or the the actual people who are taking part I think people didn't appreciate the fact that, you know, on a Saturday and Sunday, so many of the NHS are, are out at these these um, fixtures, um, mm. you know, and they were needed to be supporting the, the hospitals as well. So that was one of the reasons why that everything ended up getting cancelled because they needed the manpower, they needed everybody back um, at the hospitals. Right. Yeah, that's interesting, David. I don't think people did realise that. Yeah, you know, it wasn't just a case of just making it making it difficult or being 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 killjoys for the for the fun of it. Yeah, I mean, they do a fantastic job, and um, my daughter's a carer uh, and she works in Northampton, and she's 
um, they're finding it they're they're getting more and more cases or more and more people to look after as well and um, yeah so I think everybody knows someone who is NHS worker or a staff or hospital uh, doctor or nurse or someone in 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 the NHS um, so okay. just yeah support them and also things things like postmen postwomen um, um, uh, refuge collectors and other parts of the, the people who you don't see because they're up early and they're doing their doing their bit and you know just wish them wish them well Yes, definitely. With getting some feedback from people who, or certainly some from the the younger the people who are um, coping, having to deal with the the change in isolation, how it's how it's changed, um, having been um, had to had to leave their education and school to to work from home. A few uh, issues that have come up um, that I think a lot of people weren't, wouldn't be aware of. Um, there are a lot of concerns that the kids have had. Um, is that obviously a lot of them are, are worried about their exams. I know that they've 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 said what is going to happen on how they're going to structure the exams and the results of the exams. Uh, so at least they've got some answer. It's not ideal, but at least they've got something for that. But it's little things that the the kids have uh, are having to deal with, and and one of them is the uh, the ones in the the last years of schools where they they've got a school disco, and uh, the end of you know end of school disco, you know so many of them are now cancelled, you know, and this is the, the big, you know, the proms, the discos that are all over the country where the kids are all you know spend lots of time and effort choosing what dresses or what outfits they're going to be wearing organizing vehicles and and other means of of transport and they're not going to get that and it's a real shame you know that they're just going to they're going to leave school uh, depending on when they actually have the the disco whether they have it in their last year or not if it's the last year you know they're going to miss all that and then they're going to go off to university uh, they're not going to see their friends again uh, so it's going to be a tough time for them. Um, yeah. So and so and a lot That's of. That's a good point. Sorry. It's a good point. It's the point, David. It's a it's a very good point. Venues, and and people who were due to get married, and um, people who are losing loved ones with funerals. Funerals are still going ahead, but they're in a completely different format, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, the thing that's, uh, you know, weddings and um, other social events as well that are still going on, but just in a, in a, in a different format. And a... Yeah. Well, weddings, weddings can't happen at the moment. So... So, all those people who were due to get married this spring or summer, they, they can't do it. It's horrible, yeah. really. Um, and you don't know if they've lost their deposits on their news. Or, and, and the whole economy that goes around wedding planning, it's massive, really, isn't it? It is. I mean, some people are planning for, for years. Ooh. You know, um, 
you you get ones that can plan it in like 10 weeks but even then that's still a long time that's still something that would have been done the end of last year yes with the yeah. with the with the intention for you know even if it's for now it's it, it's a massive disruption um yeah and it, it's financially it's going to be you, you you hope that venues will be understanding Yes. And if not, that they cancel, that they at least defer um, the event so that yeah. when everything happens, then they can get back and, and start up where they left off, effectively. That's mm -hmm. that's if the the venues are still still going. But fingers crossed, you know, people will, oh. organisations will be able to manage to uh, to ride through. Yes, that's hope. But there's... It, are you hearing anything from the the older generation and the the ones who oh yes oh yes the the older generation from the conversations that i've had are struggling a great deal and um these are people that don't really use the internet so haven't got access to um facebook and other community forums so they're the ones that we need to reach out to by telephone, um, definitely by telephone, because popping something through their letterbox, they're quite they're quite wary at the moment because it, they've been used to watching out for scams all the time. So if you've got a telephone number where you can call somebody and they would welcome it because you're known to them, that that's a good idea. It helps older people feel less isolated that's definitely that's definitely true There's, it's that getting getting that community and getting people that you you know involved um yes. and and just working with people that are around you where the the older people know who the neighbors are because you don't want them to be um falling victim to scams and people who want to take advantage you know by offering um support and and basically t running running off with money yes. uh, and it's it's oh. it's sad that that it happens but unfortunately it's mm. it does happen and it has happened quite a few times in this area and it is a case of um knowing who you're you're dealing with if you don't know who they are um asking for identification asking for confirmation of identification so that you can get in touch with someone to, to verify who they are but just trying to stick with the main organizations that are based in in your local town um, so through the church's um, administration um, or through the council or sort of main hubs of people who, who are coordinating and organizing these these projects they will know who who is out there and who's actually working doing doing the jobs um these are the people that you need to be speaking to um and family family members as well where possible so it's very much this this idea of the the community spirit you know that we talk about during the second world war this is something that has to come back quickly and has to come back here now because that's the only way that we are going to survive otherwise we will lose a lot of people yes definitely yeah, and it's all back going back to this mind, well, well-being and um, mindfulness as well. You know, it's all keeping everyone's spirits, keeping people talking, communicating, 
um, and helping as well. It's it's knowing that somebody wants to help you is is a big thing as well. Knowing that there are people out there who want to be involved and and make sure that you're right and that, that they are um, checking up on you. I mean, we get people on the way to to Aldi's who pop in, knock on the door, and and say, you know, do, do you want anything picked up? I mean, we're capable. You know, and we but we appreciate the fact that other people are taking the time to to think and to actually stop and and ask. That's nice. That's very kind of people. I think um, also, David, we have got details of organisations that um, work in conjunction with HUK um, that will do a shopping service that are all DBS checked. If anybody wants to know the names of these organisations or how to get in contact, please send us a message and we'll let you know. But the main one to mention here is FACT. Um, they're really helpful. They, they do a library service, shopping service, prescription pickup service. Everyone's DBS checked. They will deliver Skylarks um vegetable fruit and vegetable boxes to to everybody and free of charge at this point in time people don't need to be members usually you need to be a member and there'd be a charge but everything is free of charge at the moment and nobody has to be a member so that's very good i mean we've got um fact as well that are doing a a, a shop and drop service because they they obviously they can't take people around so They've now introduced this system where um, if you go onto Cam's Times, there is a phone number that you can ring um, and they also have a Facebook page as well with more information. Um, you get in touch with them and they, they will provide um, a service for, for picking up shopping from. So there, there are organisations out there who are who are trying um, and that's something that we can sort of talk talk about over the next few few days. Um, try and come up with a list of which organisations are involved, what they're doing, what service they're providing, um, and what hours they're, they're working as well. Because some things, some of the, the post offices are, as from next week, closing. Well, not closing, but they're, they're reducing the number of opening hours because they're, nobody's going. Yeah. So they're, they're reducing hours. So that's going to be important um, to know little things like that. Well, that's another thing, David. We do need to use our local shops, um, our corner shops and our post offices and village shops that are open for us to use. Um, they're going out of their way to stay open. We need to support them and often the basics or the essentials that we're looking for are available in those shops. That's right, yeah. There's a lot of shops that provide the essentials that you wouldn't necessarily think about um, so um, European shops yes uh, continental shops um, uh, Chinese supermarkets you know these, these are all well stocked and providing very similar um, products that you would find in Aldi's Littles um, Tesco's Morrison's you know so maybe a bit different name on the package but it's all exactly the same mm. 
so just utilize what you've got in in your community remember your, your corner stores remember that the shops on high street you know if they're open try and support them start local before uh, working your way out yes and save the planet too and save the planet as well <laughs> yes buy buy local shop local yes well i think we're doing uh, quite a bit to save the planet at the moment i've, I've seen uh, lots of pollution maps uh, from cities and countries where the pollution has uh, decreased significantly over the last few couple of weeks that's incredible yeah Um, talking right, talking about um, church services. Um, obviously, with a lot, of, all the churches closing their their buildings to uh, to the public. Um, some churches are looking at broadcasting services, um, either live or recorded. A bit like a bit like this, really. Um, so we will try and find out which ones will be. It might just be the main, like Ely or Peterborough, that are doing it. I know they are oh, definitely I, doing it. I can give you, I can give you an update on that. Oh, David. good. Yes, unfortunately, at the moment, no church services can be run from a church building if they're Church of England. Church of England have stopped that. Okay. Um, but podcasts like this can be filmed from. A vicar's home, for example, that's a, a possibility, but none of the church buildings can be used. If you go to the Church of England Facebook page, for example, then the Archbishop of Canterbury has been doing services um, that you can stream live. That's that's possible, but it's it's put a complete banner in the works because. We were all thinking, oh, we can use the church buildings, and the Church of England have said, no, you can't use them yeah. now. But that's interesting because at the end of the day, they're part of our heritage and their buildings, so they're important. I'm all about history and heritage. But where you want to uh, follow something because it's your faith, then it doesn't matter how you congregate, really. So, so watching a podcast is good. It's all about the spiritual nourishment, isn't it? It is, yes. <laughs> I mean, hopefully we can find out who else is providing services like that. So that's something. These, a lot of these things are going to start to pop up um, over the next few weeks. Um, I mean, we've seen Joe Wicks suddenly become an in, a worldwide phenomenon because um, he's doing his, his daily uh, exercises, which is something that should all... Um, look at doing as well. It doesn't matter what age. I mean, a lot of the kids are, are having a great time doing the, the PE lessons, but they're sort of promoting, you know, some kind of physical activity every day. Um, he's definitely one to, to go and have a look at. Um, and for the older ones, you've got um, Mr. Motivator and um, the Green <laughs> Goddess and, and Wincy Willis. Was yes. it? Yeah, she did some... <laughs> I, th I, th I don't know. Um, I can't remember what the green goddess is called. Diana, I Di think. Yeah. <laughs> it was Diane something. I can't remember. <laughs> yes. 
So Wincy the, Willis. Yes, I remember Wincy Willis. A little bit of a bit of a flashback, but yeah, he's been interviewed. He's been on the TV, but I, I believe that um, Joe Wicks is in talks with Channel Four, so they actually start broadcasting it on television. So I think on the first day he had something like eight hundred thousand people watch, which is absolutely phenomenal for for something yeah. like that. So it's great to hear that wow. people are supporting it. Yeah. There's more people want to keep fit than I thought. Yeah, there Might are. Might be something I could get into. That would be a new hobby for me. <laughs> Tire the kids out and they might go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the, it, it is good that there are people who are willing... I mean, there are so many sort of podcasters and, and broadcasters and influencers and stuff, and it, it's good to see that lots of them are actually taken the emphasis to actually do something globally and not just something that they're interested in but just sort of make it more mainstream and and helping other people a lot of people as well you know if you if you're good at broadcasting presenting then you know take those skills and and um expand you know go break um stretch yourself come out your comfort zone and, and try and do something different which is what we're doing because we're we're not presenters by <laughs> no stretch of the no. main we 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 we're not people who <laughs> i i am quite happy to sit behind the camera so this is quite a, an experience to actually be one in front of the camera and also be in front of the microphone broadcasting to um what five people maybe 10 people i think five i think there'll be five yeah five five people <laughs> will will doris be listening Doris will be. So, that, that, will so be. maybe that's six then. Oh, Trev said that he would. Shout out to Trev. Hi, Trev. Trev makes me laugh. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's. We do hope that it is. People will listen and and take this in the spirit that it is. It's you know, it's we're we're trying to be helpful and we just want a bit of humour, something a bit light-hearted. Um, so we'll maybe have a, a joke of the day, I don't know. But I'll, I'll leave that to you. Yes, let's do a joke of the day. Yes, that's a good idea. I'm, I'm rubbish at jokes, so I'll <laughs> leave that to you. Right, OK. I'm not particularly good, but I can... I, I can if, if it makes me laugh, then I'll say it. Yeah, yes. Good. All, all have to be appropriate, though. Family-friendly. Uh, Family-friendly, <laughs> yes. For yes. You or... P, well, not PG, but certainly you rating... Yes, most definitely. How you've been talking to um, to Skylarks? How are you finding? How are they coping? Yes. Well, oh, God bless them. I think it's it's a difficult time, isn't it? They had their whole Easter um, itinerary set up, ready, um, fun day events. And, you know, this is on the back of the Boots Bridge closure that had an impact on them um, all that time ago. Well, it seems like a long time ago now, not all that long ago. Yeah. So um, they're diversifying and uh, they are providing an essential service to the local community. So they're putting um, fruit and vegetable boxes together they're full of lovely, lovely fruit and veg, £15 each. In fact, are delivering them free of charge. 
they're doing this seven days a week. The order has to go in by midday, the day before delivery, and the deliveries are by 10 o'clock the next morning. So that's really, really worth doing. But also, you can go to Skylark, but you can only buy essentials. Yeah. So the um, garden centre's not open. Um, they were doing takeaways, but they're not doing takeaways now. Um, they've got pasta, rice, tins, tomatoes, beans, and the best eggs ever, new roll. I bet they are, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, they are. They're absolutely superb. So, um, yes, give Skylark a call. And um, also, I don't know about all of the services provided. I do know about Wimblington, but um, our local pub, Yanka, is doing takeaways. Parkfield are doing takeaways. So look at your local Facebook pages and see what's on offer. Um, they all deliver. And I think, with, uh, yes, with the anchor, daddy cabs do the delivery, but they're doing um, a special deal and they're all DBS checked and they deliver safely. Well, that's it. If you've got, if you've got, if you're, if you're listening and you've got an organisation that um, is doing something to help the community, then certainly get in touch with us and let us know what you are doing and how people can get in touch and what services you're offering, what your prices are, what your delivery schedules are. Because um, if nothing else, it will help take some of the pressure off some of the supermarkets where deliveries are getting tighter and harder to come by. So if other other community, other organisations are doing a similar sort of thing, then you know that, that may help free up uh, um, slots for other people. Yes, and, and it helps people to get their shopping done. In, in the way they want to do it, you know, if, if they're having to be in quarantine and they can't go out for essentials, then the supermarkets not having slots at the moment isn't very ha helpful for them. So people are having to think outside the box on how they get hold of their shopping. Yeah. Fact is a good is a good one, like you said as well, David. Fact are very good. Yeah, so that's that's. Um that is a, a, a big thing if you are you are isolated it, it does make it difficult when you you don't have a choice you've got to order in um so it's good to hear that there are some uh things set up um by by organizations by by volunteers again this is this is where you know the driving force of of how we're going to get through this is is people who are reorganizing restructuring their business so that they can carry, carry on um doing things i mean like is it fen fen spirits the distillery big shout out to them because of all the work that they've done in changing their their alcohol into making sanitizers for and giving them away to the people that need it so you know lots of big work big restructuring of uh, companies um to provide services for a lot of people in the area and you know if you if you know any of these organisations, then give us a shout. Uh, let us know who who is doing things like this. Cool. So, anything else? Any other information? Um, 
I'm trying to think. I'm sure that there is something. I think, I think, I would like to say, and I'm not being biased saying this, I do think that people should try and keep in touch with their local Facebook forums as well because there's a lot of information going out there. Um, I do Twitter as well. You do, don't you, David? Yeah. But Facebook seems to be the place where people are congregating socially and information is being shared. And if somebody puts a question out on a local forum, people are responding straight away with answers. It's unlike any other time that I've ever known, actually, because you know, historically, people would ask a question and they'd have to wait a few hours for an answer. It's now instantaneous because people have got time yeah. now to give the answers. So, yes, do that and um, and and stay in touch. It, it will help people stay sane. Yes. I think. But be careful which forum you join if you want to stay sane <laughs> as well. Um, there's, there is that because there are some that are more about banter, aren't there? Choose which one you're going to. If you want information, go to one that's better about information. Within time, you can discern which ones you like and which ones you don't, can't you? Yeah, and it, and it's also keeping it positive as well. There's yes, you you can't um, just go and be negative about and be. Um, deliberately nasty to people um, who are trying to help and just trying to, to, to cope in the situation you know th there's no need for the, the negativity that does appear in some of these these groups um, if you know you, you you want to be supportive if you've got nothing nice to say just don't don't post it it's quite simple as that you know we're all trying to help each other um, so we just just keep it positive you know be upbeat um thing is we're all you've got to remember that we're all in the situation together you know this has arrived whatever anyone has done before in the past is really irrelevant because this is the situation now we're on the ground these are the conditions this is what's happening it, what we did a year ago or whatever government did in the past really makes no difference now because we've only got you know so many ventilators so many beds so many staff that's what we have right now. That is the ground truth. You know, we can't change it in the past. You know, hindsight is a wonderful thing, but that's not going to change anything. We need to, to concentrate on organisation and the way that we deal with things now. You know, in this case, if we have the problem, we try and solve it. And that's what we need to do. And that's where the, the positivity and the problem solving needs to come into it because that's something that we are good at the british are good at problem solving you know that it's part of our heritage um and that's that's the way that we need to be moving yes absolutely absolutely and also this is an important message to businesses because the fact is if you don't trade ethically today in this environment you won't last because people don't like um, being taken advantage of and we're all struggling Definitely. right now so we're all in it together be kind and 
be gracious and help. Help community, help each other. Don't lose money, but don't be greedy. Yes, I mean, people will remember organisations that try and um, make things worse for their staff and employees and customers and customers will remember and they're going to suffer in the long run yes you know so you know let's say we're all in this together so it's a case of everyone working together yeah it's absolutely yeah it's 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 a difficult time it's it's difficult for everyone and we are you know this is this is the first i think the, the um I think before it was the the Spanish flu that people could put back a situation like this. Now we're actually going back three hundred years to the um, the um, the plague across Europe. That's sort of the last time anything like this happened. So you know we are learning, having to learn from scratch how to how to deal with a situation like this. We we have nothing to to go by, you know. And what we do now is a blueprint for the next time something like this happens again. So we've got to get it right. Yes, we have. So, um, I think actually we're we're, we're almost up. It's, it's uh, <laughs> we're uh, yeah, time time's getting getting there. Is there um, anything else you want to uh, to yeah, add? There is. Any? There is actually. There is actually. Just just quickly, we we do know that Boris Johnson has tested positive for coronavirus so that's really sad news um, and we hope that he gets through it very very quickly there are some initiatives um, that people are doing um, in towns and villages across Benland there's the drawing of the rainbows that people are putting into their windows so that when you go on your stroll with your family the children can count how many rainbows there are putting teddy bears in the windows so the children can go on bear hunts and people are making bunting and the idea of the bunting is so that when we get the other side of this we can all decorate our houses that would be great won't it it'd be brilliant uh, won't it and uh, photographing gardens people are getting into that which is lovely and posting photos online planting seeds as well which is good you can get 150 tomato seeds did you know david for one pound 58 that's brilliant isn't it so that that's it we're basically going back to digging for victory uh, as it was during the second world war planting planting our own vegetables and growing our own stuff again yeah that's going to be great yes um so although it's going to be difficult for me because i've got astroturf artificial grass <laughs> <laughs> so oh no <laughs> well that's that's pretty much the end of the the first episode um thank you to uh, to amanda for thank, uh, you. thank you um we will be on monday back here again um hopefully three o'clock as well yeah. So that, that, the, the the intention we may be a little bit late because we, we obviously we've got to record it and then edit it and then try and get it out. So the intention is uh, the podcast is going to be the the audio version is going to be three o'clock and then 
the video will be four o'clock if if that works um we'll give it a try and see if we have to adjust that slightly but we'll do that for next week um if you want to be on the show if you want to be interviewed if you've got something to promote um you can either message us um on facebook below uh you can tweet us um through my work page at the moment which is dmj underscore imagery um on twitter uh you can message me on facebook the same same company as well or on the wimblington page um yes. where the video or us where, directly where it's been posted or, or, or directly to us sorry or directly to us yes sorry. we'll we'll put all <laughs> links um yeah below where you see where you find this podcast um but yeah share share the podcast with all your friends um and people who you think might need need the information and information um help the community um so that's it for today um any last words no thank you david you've done such a lovely thing and thank you for everybody who's listening to us all five of you <laughs> <laughs> shout out from all five and we'll hopefully we'll, we'll yeah. get some guests next week so yeah excellent well thank you very much amanda and we will see you next week yes bye bye